1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Giovanni Van Bronckhurst gives his reaction to the news Alfredo Morelos will miss the old firm game Celtic are closing in on the signing of another new midfielder This time from MK Dons And the Scottish Cup fourth round kicks off with Cove Rangers looking to upset Hibs at Easter Road I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Yeah, looking forward to the Scottish Cup weekend kicking off tonight Hibs v Cove Rangers always brings back good memories the early rounds for me I made my debut in them so it always holds a, a special place in my heart but most of the conversation I'm guessing tonight it'll be revolving around the news that Alfredo Morelos may miss the game in two weeks time we love the game we're looking forward to the game but it looks like a whole host of stars will miss the game for different reasons but it still won't take away from the spectacle I'm yeah, guessing there's still a bit of uh, football to be played before we look at February 2nd Gordon but obviously it's catching eye already how many players are going to be missing from both teams you've got to say uh, that'll be interesting but as you Matt right, quite rightly says the Scottish Cup starts tonight uh, Cove Rangers at Hibs that'll be a difficult one but don't write off Cove doing very very well they'll go there with confidence definitely the underdogs and then we've got a nice weekend of football ahead and uh, looking forward to it 0141 951 1025 that is the number you need to get in touch with the guys tonight please and if you'd rather tweet you can do that as well at Clyde SSB there is always something special about this weekend some brilliant fixtures Hibs Cove tonight Rangers Stirling Albion uh, tomorrow quite a bit of daylight between those mm. sides in the SPFL standings at the moment at Celtic at Alloa of course late on Saturday and a whole host of good fixtures on Saturday afternoon but pick up the phone before we even get to that there's a lot to get through 01419511025 now when we were on air last night the news broke that Alfredo Morelos had been called up again to the Columbia squad and he would therefore miss the game against Celtic in a couple of weeks time that added to the potential list of absentees that Celtic had But because we were so busy last night Really talking about Pitaudry And various things that happened the night before I feel like we didn't really get into it And today Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has spoken about it And I want to get your thoughts So specifically on Alfredo Morelos Rangers fans How big a miss is that? And to Rangers fans, Celtic fans, neutral observers Is there a push from both sides? Is, is there a desire on both sides To try and get this game or other games moved? Is that list of absentees too big Or does everyone just take it on the chin And get on with it You tell us 0141 Pick up the phone right now And let us know uh, We've already had lots of talking points this week Mark It's been quite the midweek Lots going on It has been It was, it was great to see our top uh, top flight back in action again I think the what we've witnessed over the past uh, few nights uh, Have shown really what we've been missing Full stadiums, games played at such high intensity, um, interest everywhere, and uh, it was great to have it back. And it falls on quickly, of course, tonight. Hibs v Cove, and then we fall into a weekend of Scottish Cup football. So, uh, you know, delighted to be back. Um, Celtic kicked off proceedings um, on on Monday night and did a pretty good job at that. Fall by Rangers, which I always thought would be a tricky fixture for them, going up to Pataudry. Um, 
And I thought they started okay But Aberdeen certainly played herself back into the game Probably a draw was a fair result in, in my opinion over the piece And I think it's going to be that way For Celtic and Rangers We were chatting about it a couple of weeks ago Me and Daz um, About the lead up to the game on the 2nd of February And, and the, the the obstacles both teams had up until that point And I, I thought you know, the, there was an argument for both teams dropping points in the lead up to that game. Now it's proved that way for Rangers, but of course Celtic have got the Scottish Cup this weekend, but followed by Tynecastle next week, which will be equally as, as hard. So it just shows how competitive our league is, and we're lucky to have it back. Yeah, I agree. I I think that uh, it was um, the fact that fans were back. It just makes it for me. I thought watching Monday night um, Celtic full house at Celtic Park against Hibs Great game to watch Exciting game Celtic I thought were very impressive Mark's right Going to Pataudry After the winter break Always going to be difficult I thought Aberdeen were right at Rangers I really did I thought they unsettled Rangers But they came away with the point um, And they can You know Go and build from there It'll be interesting to hear Because As much as You look at Tuesday night and Morelis, it's a big talking point, missing, obviously, for the, the, the Celtic game. You'll have fans coming on saying, well, OK, fine, and we've got Roof and whatever. Morelis never particularly played well on Tuesday night at Pataudry. We all know that. But I think he's a massive Miss Gordon. He's the best centre-forward. Um, I would rather get into the Celtic game with him than without him. So as much as I don't think he played particularly well on Tuesday night, I still think he'll be a massive Miss come February 2nd. What do you think? 01419511025 How do you react to that news That Alfredo Morelos will be missing We've known for a while that it looks like A lot of the, the Celtic players could be missing We know Joe Rebo and all the rest of it But when you assess the list, the potential lists Is there a desire out there For fans on both sides To look into moving this game Postponing this game, calling it what you will Or does no one want to admit it? Do you just take it on the chin? Do you say we'll, we'll play regardless of who's uh, available is, Are both sides waiting On the other side to blink Does this game go ahead As planned All the possibilities Let's hear them 01419511025 Give us a call right Now on that Giovanni Van Bronker says Losing key players Due to call-ups Is not what you want However The Rangers boss Understands the importance Of representing your country Obviously you want To have your full squad uh, For every game And, and in this um, In this moment You know We miss uh, Arribo And we miss um, uh, Morelos So uh, That's No what, what you want But it's the way it is You know If you have uh, International games During During the league It, it always uh, It always um, uh, Gives you uh difficult situation not only for for me or as a club but also for players because they're stuck in between playing for the country and for the club i know what what uh, the club means for for joe and, and and for alfredo but you know as an international player i also know how important it is to be successful for your national team so you know it's 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 a battle you can win as a player what's your take on this mark I mean, it's difficult to know Exactly right now Because we don't know For definite who will be away But we know Morelos will it certainly looks like You know Rogic Kyogo We don't even know his fitness um, Maeda Hitati um, There's you know Even discussions about Could Carter Vickers Be back in the USA yeah. squad Would that include James Sands um, Jamaica have a fixture Have fixtures as well So that brings in Kamar Roof So Loosely At the moment It could be Aribo Sands Morelos and Roof For Rangers 
And anything really from Rogic, Kyogo, Maeda, Hatati. I'm not sure Idiguchi gets many Japan caps at the moment. Um, and Carter Vickers. Now, it's not just the, the meeting of, of Celtic and Rangers. Of course, Rangers play uh, Livy, then Ross County, then Celtic, then Hearts. And Celtic play Hearts and Dundee United and Rangers and Motherwell. Um, so, yeah. what, what do you think? You just um, go ahead and just crack on. Well, uh, I've sort of changed my mind for a couple of weeks ago. Well, uh, first and foremost, I think they may just crack on the the managers. That is right. my opinion. I think yeah, there is an argument for them to try and um, try and call these games off because they're players. Because when you look at that list of players for each side, hmm. they're huge players. They're not just fringe players. These guys, these are players who can make a difference and who could define your season. And they certainly weaken your side when you take that that both list sides. of players. Both sides, yeah. you take that list of players out of them, they weaken the side. So. If there's a rule there Or an option Should I say For a, an argument And putting your case across I think they should look Into taking it Don't get me wrong I don't know how simple This is Gordon It would be a request um, And it's not just The meeting like I said There are other fixtures Round about it We're about to find out On the phones hopefully I just wonder if If there is now a If this has changed A little bit Because you know What it's like here People would say Ah you know They're running scared From us No they're running scared From us I just wonder And I'm hoping The listeners will tell me Now that we know That both teams Are going to have Loads missing Might there be The unlikeliest outcome In Glasgow Where both sides agree And actually think Do you know what Just go on mate Or or one way or the other Yeah Yeah I I, I said um, Earlier Gordon A few weeks past That um, If a Celtic's position With losing all those players I'd look for the postponement because I think it's too important a game. Rangers obviously losing important players as well. Um, so you want you want your best players because this is this will go a long way to deciding the title for me. I think it's going to be that close. So um, I think the both managers will just go with the flow. Mm. I think they're confident yeah. in their squad. Okay, let's bring in Alan, who's in Falkirk. What's your take on this, Alan? First of all, Morelos, because that's the the latest development. What do you make of that situation? Uh, good evening, panel. Uh, well, obviously for a Rangers fan, it's bad news if Morelos goes and then maybe Ruth. Uh, but as I was saying to your producer, where does it go for here that uh, we had Neil Doncaster when the winter break was moved, that there wasn't any wiggle room for the fixtures to be moved? But isn't it an SPFL rule that if you have three players or more in international duty, you can get the f- uh, fixture cancelled as Ali McCoy's done, which was embarrassing when we were in the second division? Uh, so where do we go for yeah, here? Good Is question. Uh, you certainly can request it, Alan. So that, I think that's what that rule states. I don't think anything's ever guaranteed. You can request it. Um, Alan's right. Neil Doncaster said when we moved the winter break that there is no wriggle room. There, there, there are no other free dates. Hmm. Now, like if we have a game postponed due to weather, or so, we're going to have to find a free <laughs> date. You know I mean, so yeah. inev- you will find a free date. We are blinded at times because it's Celtic against Rangers. As I said, the fixture list is already congested around that. So what you're doing, you you just want to cancel that game, mm. or are both sides wanting to cancel all the games around there? So for instance, you know, if it was to be Ruth Morelos and 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 James Sands for talking's sake, he he would miss all three games. James Sands, Morelos would miss two games, and Ruth would miss two games. Rogic is set to miss three. And so is Maeda, so is Hitati, so you know, and if Carter Vickers was to be called up, we're talking three games. They they would miss the Dundee United game, the Rangers game, and the Motherwell game. Yeah. 
So what, 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 what do you yeah. do here? Yeah, that's that's quite difficult to fit three games in later on the season. You could see how it's possible two games, and people may be out there saying, "Well, it's only one game of a difference," uh, but it does make a difference. Um, I think there may be a compromise in there, much like the winter break where they allowed that Boxing Day fixture to go ahead to to minimise the fixture congestion at the other side. It may be something similar. Um, to that But you're right Gordon Neil Doncaster saying that, that There is no wriggle room Well uh, You know If next week comes And the snow comes And games gets You know Games get snowed off uh, Is he turning around and saying Well we can't We can't play the fixtures Of course he's not There is always ways of fitting games in And uh, You know I've been there a season Where, where games are getting slotted in At the tail end of the season that, the, the season that Rangers went to the the UEFA Cup mm. final and the, and the league was decided on a Thursday night. I believe it was at Tannadice. We played on a Thursday night. Who had heard of that? But the games had to be squeezed in. So there will be a solution somewhere. It may just be a compromise in how many games are, are called off if both teams choose to go down that road. I don't envy those at the SPFL, though, Gordon, who need to read that request. Or even if there is one, maybe, maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves because, like we mentioned, that the meeting is scheduled for Wednesday the 2nd. Now I'd, I I have no idea how these things work The Rangers and Celtic say Okay we're happy to play Ross County and Dundee United respectively On the Saturday With a, a, a shadow squad A skeleton squad A reduced squad um, But we will then apply to have The Old Firm game postponed And then what do you do for the, the, the games after that The Hearts game against Rangers And the Motherwell game <laughs> Against Celtic it, would, it wouldn't surprise me Gordon Because I think that If you look at Celtic Rangers squad yeah, they're losing key players, but I think they would still be confident they would have enough. So, so can, we can actually do that then. You could take a three-game block and only apply for one of those games to be off. I think they could, yeah. Um, but whether they do that... Do you know, Matt's right. We're talking about uh, fixtures um, getting postponed and <clears throat> the weather and everything. We would find days. If, if players were asked to overload in games, they would just have to go and do that. It's not ideal. Of course it's not. But I just look at this one in 2nd of February and I just think it's so big that um, it'll be interesting to see how both teams react mm. to this. I think the, I think both managers, I've got to say, I think if it was down to both managers, I think they would say, let's, let's go Play on with it. Let's go. Alan, what's your personal view on that, right? But let's, let's pretend it's an ideal world. We don't have to worry about Neil Doncaster or free dates and we don't have to worry about the fixture roundabout. Hypothetically, would you prefer this game against Celtic be postponed or go ahead without Morelos and Roof and Aribo and whoever else? I would prefer it to be postponed. And can I have one quick more point, please? Of course you but, can. Uh, uh, <clears throat> you've got two ex-professional football players there and three last night. I tried to get on last night. Mm. Now, we all know Scott Brown's a wind-up merchant and mm. he's good at what he does. But as ex-professional football players, uh, he done his job on uh, Tuesday night with Kent getting sent off. And But do you think it's really necessary for a professional football player and captain to be waving and clapping as somebody's going off the park. Is that really professional? Gordon? 
I, I know it bothers some fans. It doesn't bother me. It wouldn't bother me. I don't think it bothered Ryan Kent either. I don't think. First and foremost, I don't think they're saying no. But I thought Scott Brown just used his experience, Gordon. Um, then obviously <coughs> Kent's had a word with him in the way by Scott Brown's reacted. We've all been there. We've all done it. Heat of the moment. Look, these guys meet up and they're they're the best of pals. You have a chat and I'm not sure of these two. To be fair, no, I think you're stretching it a bit there. Look, I'm not saying best best, but but they're not going to hold anything against each other. You know what happens on the 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 the, the pitch. Every player tries to get a, a little bit of advantage. And it's good that if something happens and it goes your way, you're smug, you can have a little laugh, you can have the sign, because it'll come back again. It always comes round, Gordon. And it's just, it's the nature of football, whether you say mm. it's unprofessional. I would never say Scott Brown's ever been unprofessional. I think he's been a very, very good professional throughout his career. Uh, he has it in him. Um, it's a cheeky side of it. But I wouldn't get caught up in that. Like his dad said there, Ryan Kent ran past Scott Brown and obviously said something to make Scott Brown then wave him off and laugh. Now, fans see sometimes what they want to see. They they, they paint the villains. They want to paint villains. In my opinion, it wouldn't have happened if Kent didn't have a a, a wee snipe at him. Um, but he's like he's he's certainly one that's got under the skin of Rangers fan, and doesn't matter. I'm changing teams. He still manages to achieve it. But Ken biggest, hard done by though to be sent off. Oh, it was never a send off ever. Never a sending off. Um, I thought there was always going to be a sending off in the game somewhere, just at the pace of was played at, and that, especially that first half. But I don't think Ryan Kent should have been on the on the receiving end. Uh, thank you, Alan. Let's bring in Jim. Jim, I know you had kind of those two points as well. So let's start with the the referee on Tuesday, if you want, take it away. <laughs> um, completely put it. I think he was totally inept in the whole game and I think he it's a last policy. Scott Brown refereed the game. You wanna look at two instances. When he was booked right in front of the referee, wasn't it a referee, then applauded the referee from booting, which is in itself is dissent, which is an automatic booting. And the second one is when Johnny Hayes, whether it was deliberate or no, I don't think it was, when the elbow went into the parachute's face. He looked at the SB and the SB said, no foul, but the blood's coming out of the barricade's nose. And then Scott Brown goes to the SB and said, oh, he can't play because he's got blood coming out of his nose. So, he can't hit those two sides of the coin if I hit my tail. I'm not playing my double-headed coin. I'm playing me a hit my tail coin. So, one can't be right, one can't be right, one can't be right, one can't be right. It's a clear case of there was something that happened that should have been a foul. Whether it was deliberate or no, it's still a foul because you get a wood in the face. It didn't get a bloody nose for jumping for a ball. Jim, is it the, the referee you're having a go at or Scott Brown here, or both? I'm both. Right, well, can I say a quick? I think Kevin Clancy had a poor game. Um, I stick up for the referees all the time. I think he had a poor game, but I'll ask you a question. Would you give him the penalty, McGregor? Oh, I can't keep it. It's contact. Right, so you got away with you got away with one there. Where I agree uh, a few times with you is, I thought Johnny Hayes um, was lucky. I really did. I thought that was I was he was lucky he got away with that. I didn't like Mark. I thought Ryan Kent, Scott Brown just played him. Uh, the bit of experience, waited and waited and waited. You could see, you could actually see what was going to happen, um, and the referee bought it. So, look, Scott Brown. Uh, 
he loves these games against Rangers there's Rangers players that love playing against Scott Brown and playing against Celtic and throughout the years we've had guys that could wind up Celtic players and Celtic players wind up Rangers players we've had it all before um, I I concentrate on the, the referee because he's the guy in the, cha- in the middle he's in charge I thought Kevin Clancy had a very poor game at Petordi on you go Jim uh, the shocking game Um what about this um, international business, Jim? Alfredo Morelos missing. Could that include Kemal Roof? We know it looks like Joe Aribo. Maybe James Sands and Celtic have got their own absentees. What, what's your view on what should happen? Well, the first thing I want to say is one of the comments that was made, I think it was yourself who made it, but it's a possibility that that could happen, that they could go to and say, right, we've got three games of that period, or we'll just play the two first two games. And it's good my point when I say this. But that's then class me two teams to two teams because they can play a lesser team against a weaker team against two smaller teams. They're playing in the Premier League, they're no mm. playing in the second division. That's totally disrespectful. That's that was to happen to other clubs in that league. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, I, I totally agree. It would look strange, but the point I ask hypothetical questions, Jim, because moving three games certainly seems unlikely, doesn't it? That's, that's all I mean in terms of fitting them in. It shouldn't be three games. It shouldn't be any games They should just Play with the court Yeah They know the rules And if they've got a big enough squad To cover players going away That's That both Rangers and Celtic's problem Yeah fair enough Crack on Sounds simple to me Thank you Jim 01419511025 More of your calls next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are in the building It's 01419511025 to join in Uh, Lots of opinions coming in on the absentees This growing absentee list for the old firm game What do you make of it? Is there a solution? Do you just carry on as normal? What do you think? Pick up the phone and let us know Still some lingering uh, thoughts from the game on Tuesday night as well Losing track of days unfortunately So keep the calls coming in Or you can tweet us at Clyde SSB Let's bring in John and Bridgeton And uh, see what he makes of the whole situation John Yeah hello how you doing Good thanks good uh, uh, The point is uh, I was saying to the producer there A couple of weeks ago there The, the rhetoric coming for everybody was that We can't have the games played There are no fans We need the games and to have fans That's fine and I agree with that totally But when the shoe's on the other feet there, see these fans that he's wanting in, they're paying good money to see star players. So we can't have it one way and, and, and then have a cake the other way. We, the people who are paying good money to go and see these football games want to see the stars. Undoubtedly at this moment, the, the, the three Japanese boys, or the four Japanese boys, they're the, they're the superstars of Celtic. So they'll be wanting to be seeing their players. And the same, the same as I'm a Rangers fan. Another one is Aribo, Morelis and Roof. They're the stars. I mean, as I was using an analogy to the producer there, you wouldn't put the Beatles on and ask people to go and cheer on without John, uh, Paul McCartney and John Lennon. Hmm. So, <laughs> Good point, I like that. Uh-huh. Right, so it's what you've got to do is you've got to get things in perspective. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do get that to, to an extent, John, but... Is this also not just the 
the chance you take when, when you sign players from different parts of the world You know what you're getting yourself into For instance, Joe Rebo's away right now I mean, we're talking about this because it's a, it's a long list and it's adding up But, but Joe Rebo's away right now Mo Salah's not at Liverpool Saido Mane's not at Liverpool uh, And I'm sure they know a thing or two about the Beatles down there So is that not just what you get yourself in for When you, you sign players from the other side of the world? Well, excuse my ignorance But is there no rule that you can call on? And see, I mean, if there's, if there's so many players away and they weaken the, t- they weaken the quality of the production that you're putting on that part, use it. If everything else then, if, if there's a rule in place and it's said to be used, there's other rules that get, get used that we could, you could say could be bent. But what I'm saying is, it's a production on the park, right? Then you're not going to tell me that Mo Salah and Sadio Mane has the miss with Liverpool. Of course they are. Mm. No, that's the thing. John makes a perfectly valid point that it's not even a loophole. Mm. It's not bending the rules. It's there in black and white. If you've got think three or more players away on international duty, you can request. Um, and it was actually Alan, who is a Rangers fan, uh, a minute or two ago. He brought up the fact that the Rangers did it in the the lower leagues um, a few seasons back. So you, you're perfectly entitled yeah, you can, to. You it can just, you can request it, and I totally understand what John's saying, and I, I get the fact that. I wouldn't like to see half the Beatles. Um, but can you imagine the, the star players that John's talking to or three are injured? You can't just turn around and say, well, let's get the game postponed to wait till they come back for injury. Uh, I know it's different. I know they're away uh, representing their countries. But uh, look, I said earlier, so I can't sit here and defend myself. I said earlier about Celtic and the fact that if I was post a call glue, and I knew all these players were going away. This is before we knew Morelos and, you know, Rangers were going to lose a few. I thought Rangers maybe lose a Rebo one. Um, I would have been looking for a game to be postponed. It was that important a game. But you look at Rangers, they're losing some top players as well. Um, and it'll be interesting. I'll be interesting to hear what the managers are even, you know, like to know what they think about this well, situation. We, we, Giovanni van Bronker spoke today, but he kept his cards very close to yeah. his chest on it, didn't he? You know, he said... Under, the, the the club means a lot to these players But I understand how important it is to represent your country So he wasn't really diving in either but way I've, I've seen a lot of bands without their lead singers And let me tell you John, they've been excellent <laughs> John, how difficult is it going to be though? Because like we said, I know this game gets all the headlines But it's not just about this game is it? Because Rangers are due to play Ross County, Celtic and Hearts And Celtic are due to play Dundee United, Rangers and Motherwell So what do you do? You surely can't request all three games off well, no, well, of course you can, and you can just do exactly what Mark Wilson said earlier on. You can just do, you can just do what they done in two thousand and eight, and that is playing a Monday and a Thursday, and then play the following week or the Saturday. Because they done it, they, they, they refused the request in two thousand and eight. Two thousand and eight rules aren't any different for the other new. Get the game postponed till we've got fit, uh, full squads and get them played. If it means Monday, Thursday, and Saturday, so be it. Because that's what they've done. They set, they set a precedent in 2008. I mean, this is international call-ups. I, I know we always like to link to different issues in, in Scottish football. I, I don't know if this is exactly the same, because bear in mind, we also have a winter break this year, and we moved the winter break, Mark, and there was already a worry amongst SPFL. As much as I suggested earlier, look, if there was a snowy day at the weekend, we, we would find a date. Not sure if we'll find three. I mean, it is worth bearing, yeah. it is worth bearing in mind. You know, the international calendar, UEFA calendar, whatever it may be, it all has to to sort of line up. Scottish Cups kicking off for the big teams this weekend. Yeah, quite difficult to to find three spare fixtures, but 
Um, look, there, there would be a way of doing it. Like I say, if, if the winter plays a part, they would find a way. When this rule is still in the rule book, at the start of the season, it's in there for a reason. Whoever made the rules knew that this could be a possibility. Now, so happens that both sides have signed players from different parts of the world. These tournaments, the rule makers know these tournaments come around in January and fixtures come around in early February. But the rule still remains So they've got to be willing to look at it If teams request to postpone And John makes a good point Fans want to see, obviously, the big stars Get Daz's point If they're out through injury Then there's nothing you can do about that But this is different You can do something about it You can request uh, to postpone the fixtures And fit them in later So the fans get to see their strongest sides When it weakens the side that you're playing in you have every right, I think, to request the postponement. Mm, interesting. Uh, thank you to John. Let's bring in Jimmy and Knightswood and get his take on it. Jimmy? How you doing, guys? Good, thanks. Good. What do you think? Uh, I'm a Jairs fan, and for me, I would, uh, if Rangers can, if their players, their players are requested for international duty, I would request for the game to be postponed. Because let's not make any bones about it. If the shoes and the other foot, Celtic will do the same. Mm. The same as most of feel that Celtic instigated the, the bringing forward of the early uh, the winter break because they had that many players injured and suspended, blah, blah, blah. Did 10 clubs not want that though, Jimmy? I thought it was, it was 10, wasn't it? Come on, let's not kid ourselves on. Things can be done behind closed doors, Gordon, and you don't, you're not going to sit there and be naive and say that Celtic uh, didn't uh, no, thing me these clubs to try and, and back them up. What, did, what does thing me these clubs mean? What did they do? Well, well, like Celtic, Celtic, they've got they've got a, a big talent in football. But I've always said that the SPFL committee is, is Celtic loaded because you've got the guy McClellan who's on the board, and you've also you've got the the woman I can't remember her name, and also you've got Doncaster uh, who we all know where he hangs his shirt. You know, and it's always on a Celtic peg. He's a big Norwich man. But, yes. And anyway, Jimmy, is they're not without without going over old ground too much. I think. There are two rep- two Premier League representatives on the, the SPFL board. One is Rangers, one is Ross County. Aye, but there's always a Celtic connection there, mate. That's what I'm. Going I'm saying Rangers, like like factually, Rangers sit on the SPFL board at the moment, and only two teams in the top flight do it, and Rangers are one of them. Rangers are never going to win it in the SPFL board while well, there's mm. the big Celtic connection. But you know could you look up for me about if there's a rule in that if a player is deemed to be injured? And no fit to play in international football. Is he not banned for the next game? Oh, I know what you mean. There is that. Yeah. Uh, was, I was believe there is certain amount of days, certain amount of days yeah, um, that they can't represent. Can't away, yeah. Um, yeah, why do you ask, Jimmy? Well, certainly no hedging their bets here because they're talking about Kyogo and other players who may or may not mm. be, be injured. So I think he's the only one. When you say other players who may or may not be injured, who do you mean? I don't know I don't follow Celtic So I don't know I'm just listening to Some of the Celtic fans Who are Bumping their gums About the three world Greatest players That have ever played For in Scotland Or came here for Japan But I, I don't see any Sign of that yet But the fact of the matter Is Celtic will use this To their advantage And Rangers should do the same If the, We've got so many players Away that The three are over Then we should definitely uh, Look for the game We postpone I'm not into this um, uh, Let's cancel this game And play this game And play that game uh, this or this still for me and many other Rangers fans and a lot of other the the winter break was instigated by one club. Um, you keep saying this though, Jimmy. Right, I'm fascinated. I usually am a bit bored going over all ground, but I mean we had Alan Burrows on the show saying that you know Motherwell didn't it would have it would have skinned them it would have cost them a fortune to play 
in empty stadiums And Aberdeen said that it would cost them half a million pounds Right So what, what, you, what do you want me to say to that? Well it sounds like a pretty valid reason to want to move the winter break Does it not? I don't believe them, no I don't, I, I, I just So, so don't, when, when Aberdeen say they'll lose half a million pounds You think that's a lie? I didn't say it. I didn't know you're putting out a word in my mouth that I never say it. It's quite similar. If, if you say you don't believe somebody, then you you help me out. Then what what is it? If you don't believe them, I don't I don't believe that it's as cut and dried as I I still feel that there was uh, pressure put on clubs. Uh, we'll see what happens down the line. Was, look, we can get all ground here, Gordon. Well, the fact of the matter is 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 that we know that that Celtic. Uh, Manipulate a lot of things In Scottish football I like, how, I like how Jimmy's annoyed At us going over old ground I wasn't the one that started it And by the way Bringing the winter break forward Was a nightmare for us Because we had some Very interesting shows And had to cancel some others So um, Just thought I'd get that out there But anyway um, I don't know Is this yeah, game getting postponed uh, And sort of lost uh, Jimmy can't be for real If he actually believes Some of the things he's saying there He cannot be for real When he's bringing up The winter break He came on to To say that As a Rangers fan He thinks his club Should Postpone the games Only because he thinks Celtic would do that So he was preempting What he thought Celtic would do Then he goes And he doesn't really Follow Celtic He doesn't get Come on It's for The better of both clubs I'm always amazed When you know People have this Narrow mindedness Just to see it From the other side Oh the other side Must Is going to do it So we must be In before them It's for The better of both teams Both teams are weakened by these this list of players that are going away, the fans will miss out on it. The players themselves will miss out on it, and the teams may suffer through their performance, not only against each other but against some of the fixtures you read out. So it'd be the right thing to do in my opinion. Kenny says, "Remember the start of the twenty two twenty three season is earlier than usual." Madness, he says. David Lee's very simple: if both teams can field eleven and fill their bench, the games should be on. Simple as that. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Golden goals. Very excited about this by the way This week we launched a brand new competition On Clyde One Super Scoreboard Where you could win a huge cash prize At the end of the season It's Super Scoreboard's golden goals Even these two will follow this Every time Celtic or Rangers score a goal We add at least £250 to the pot This is across all competitions by the way So even if it's the league Scottish Cup this weekend Or in Europe when it starts back Whenever they score We up the cash amount So we started off at £1,000 Just to get us going Then we got three goals During the week Didn't we We got two for Celtic One for Rangers Which means we're already Up to £1,750 And with no disrespect To Stirling Albion And Alawa mm. Could that pot rise Significantly I think Over the weekend I think will be Pinging tomorrow And well, Saturday Whatever that pot goes up to You could win the lot One person will win The entire cash amount Tax free At the end of the season Text GOAL To 61025 That's GOAL To 61025 Five. It's £2 plus your standard message rate Over 18s only The full terms and online entry for this competition Are at Clyde1.com And we'll give you every last second The lines close 6pm Scottish Cup final day Saturday 21st of May So for your chance to be our winner At the end of the season Text GOAL to 61025 Right now Celtic fans Matt O'Reilly Looks like he's about to join from MK Dons Give us your thoughts We'll look at that next This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 0141-951-1025 Give us a call and let us know what is on your mind The transfer window 
Is very much up and running Coming to an end fairly soon And Celtic fans It looks like you're about to make another addition The Japanese players arrived Riley McGree fell through Ange Postacoglu said at that point That would prob- that would be the-, the end of the business As things stood um, But now Matt O'Reilly from MK Dons Is in Glasgow Medical done And we would expect an announcement imminently So as we often do Let's get the inside track It won't surprise you to hear that neither Mark Wilson nor Gordon Diel Know a great deal about Matt O'Reilly But one man who does is Liam Connolly From the MK1 podcast, MK Don's podcast He joins us on the line uh, Liam, thanks for taking the time, how's it going? Not too bad guys, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you Give us the inside track then How would you describe Matt O'Reilly as a player? For me, he is the perfect sentiment Um from what I've seen creatively and attacking wise and also ball progression and retention all his percentages are at the highest level they can be pretty much besides maybe crosses and long passes um, for when he did play for Dons he operated mostly as a sort of a hold midfielder but one that was a bit more advanced so he could play as attacking midfielder also uh, your VA gets all over the pitch his, his creativity is unreal and this season he's actually managed to you know, get some goals this season which has been a nice sort of bonus for us so yeah he's He's ticked along very nicely and he's the sort of player you want in your dressing room. How is he off the ball, Liam? You know, Hans Postacoglu has come to Celtic with a very specific way of playing and, and looks like he you know, wants players to be pressing uh, with high intensity at all times. Is that something he does or can do? Yeah, I mean, Lee, well, Russell Martin, when he was, when he signed him, and Liam Manning is coming now, it's very much all about the high press and pressing when in bursts rather than all the time. Um, so Matt O'Reilly has also, as well as that, displayed some defensive activity. Whilst this maybe hasn't has been as much as we'd like to have seen, he's shown the ability that when he does do it, he can be effective at it. So maybe the job of the, co- the Celtic coach staff is to work on his defensive play if he is going to play in that midfield of yours and sort of say, right, you're good at you're good at this initially. Let's build on that and try and build you into a more complete player. I was going to say the next question was kind of obvious weaknesses. Would that would that be? The, the area for improvement then? Yeah, I mean, listen, passing-wise and creativity-wise, he's off the charts. So I don't think there's any problem with that straight away. But yeah, the, the initial improvement would definitely be his defensive side of things. And I think people have mentioned his concentration, but from what I've watched the past 18 months, his concentration is more than all right. So yeah, defensive play for sure. Physical stature, I mean, he's quite tall and stuff, isn't he? There's a bit of a, a stature there. Yeah, yeah. So 187 centimetres tall. So, and yeah, he's, he's not, don't get me wrong, he's not a, a bully in the middle of the park, but he's he's got a physicality about him to push off challenge uh, challenges of the ball and you know get the ball out of play and um, you know really pass it on to other Celtic players. So yeah, listen, he's he's not the most physical type, but he's physical enough to which he can win those fifty fifties. Yeah, you always hear um, that there, you know, there were other options, and I've seen some clubs mentioned as as being interested. Was it always? Did it feel like a bit of a formality that, that he would move on? Has that always been on the on the cards, or certainly recently? Yeah, it was. Always, unfortunately, it was always a sooner rather than if he's actually going to go. Um, of course, there's a lot of chat regarding some championship clubs interested in him. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be honest, I'm quite happy for him that he's going to Celtic. I mean, you know, it's a great opportunity. He gets to play European football, hopefully. You know, and a, and a team who, you know, always fighting for the title in Scotland. So yeah, it's a, it's a great opportunity for him and hopefully to make the most of it. Brilliant, Liam. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. That was Liam Connolly from the MK1 Dons podcast giving us a very good, detailed and mm. insightful uh, introduction to Matt O'Reilly, Gordon Yeah, sounds very promising A young player, Gordon uh, Another midfield player um, uh, Postacoglu likes his midfield players You've got to say uh, I think he's about 21 years of age 
Uh, still a lot to learn, still a lot to develop, and uh, that was a raving review there from uh, Liam. Mm. Uh, let's bring in Davey, uh, who's a Celtic fan from Wisher. Uh, Davey, it looks like it's going to happen. We did say that with, with Riley McGree, but this seems even closer, and he's in Glasgow Medical and all the rest of it. Um, listening to what you've just heard, does that excite you? What do you make of signing another midfielder this window? Well, it sounds like he can, the way he was speaking there, he can score a few goals, so that's what we need. But you're just, you're just thinking about what's like McCarthy and that, are they getting put to the back of the queue and is it just for rotation? You don't know, you need to see when he comes in. Yeah, Mark, what, well, what did you make of what you heard first of all and then what it says about Celtic's midfield options or what it means for existing players or you know how, how do you see all this fitting in? Yeah, well, first and foremost, really... Good young players By the sounds there Good age Played a decent amount of games For MK Don Scored a decent amount of goals The way he was described there he, You know Nice on the ball And adds goals to his games I'm picturing somebody like Callum McGregor Sitting midfielder Who can Play that one up as well And add goals to his games So Maybe it's Something for Ange Postacoglu To develop um, I just wondered about the, the height And the, the sort of creativity well, you're right. What what threw me off this was that sort of deeper lying thing that he said. First of all, we did yeah. say he could play further forward. I just wondered if it was a, a Tom Rogic replacement Rogic. or the next Tom Rogic or, or whatever. Perhaps it was just purely because he says yeah. a deeper line midfielder. Um, with the other guys that that Davies mentioned, their sorrow I think is definitely as far down the pecking order as you can go. Um, I think as soon as he stepped onto the pitch away at Betis, and we've seen his performance there. There's been really no way back for him into Ange Postacoglu's thinking. Um, McCarthy, it's just not happened for him. You know, a, a wonderful player in his time, great career, but when he's <coughs> came to Celtic, it just looks a few yards off the pace of what's required to play in that high press and high tempo team. And I think Ange Postacoglu's maybe looked at that and thought, if we are going to continue the way I want us to, then. James McCarthy may not be the holding midfielder we require. Mm. We need somebody more dynamic who can get about the pitch, who can score goals. And the way that Matt O'Reilly was just described, it sounds like he could be it. It's going to be interesting to see how it fits Gordon mm-hmm. because even, you know, if, I think most people would agree that Sorrow doesn't really come into that picture anyway. But guys who who definitely do, let's take the three from the other night then. Callum mm-hmm. McGregor played, Tom Rogic played, Rio Hutati played, David Turnbull's been playing, mm-hmm. uh, but he's injured. Recently, Celtic fans have been pretty happy with, with Nir Beaton's contribution yeah. when he's had to come in. Idaguchi's in there, uh, who's, yeah. who's been signed as well. You would be adding um, Matt O'Reilly to that, and that's then before we mention James McCarthy. So it's you're looking at it's a fair few. You're looking roughly eight nine players in there for three positions. For three positions, yeah. I, I know it's a squad game and rotation, but he must feel that. Because don't get me wrong, the, the manager might want sort of in game, you know, rotation as well. Mm. If he thinks guys do need to empty themselves, and then well, remember, it was just two weeks ago we're standing here saying Ange Postecoglou is desperate for reinforcements. He mm. needs some, and he needed them in a lot of positions because you look at Turnbull, you just you can't compensate for that. He knows he's. He, his methods and training, um, what he desires out those players has taken its toll in this first six months. So uh, I don't think it's going to change that quickly. So he, he may I think. think... You hit, I, I think you're hitting the nail on the head, but I, I think it's the fact that the demands he's going to put in these players to go out and play. Um, you seen Celtic the other night there for 60 minutes before he made the substitutions. 
They were right at it. They're off the ball, I thought they were brilliant. They're pressing off the ball, their energy, everything about them. And then they get the ball and they play at pace. That to do week in, week out for most of the season is mm. difficult, Gordon. And and they've 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 suffered with a few injuries. Uh so the more Mark will tell you, the more the merrier. That's that's if you're a manager or a coach, the more the merrier in there, yeah, it gives you a bit of a headache. You've got to maybe get one or two out the door. But if you've got a look turning around looking at the bench and you're thinking, This bench can make a difference and I always go back to Stephen Gerrard, he was the one that started it with Rangers. He kept on about if I make substitutions, I need to know that they're good enough to go in there and make a difference. I think we, these players Celtic have got that in their locker now. Davey, lots of discussion tonight about old firm game, other games around that time, players away. What would you like to see happen? Um, well, we would only, if Kyogo's injured, we would only lost Maeda if he goes to Japan, is that right? That's the thing. Yeah, I don't know for sure. We don't know for sure yeah. yet. The thing that's set this in concrete a bit is because Morelos has definitely been called up. Um, I don't think Idaguchi. Um, is in any danger of, of being called up I, I, I could be wrong But he doesn't seem to be um, He hasn't been capped for a, a while Is it? Um, or is it Hatati? Um, it, it's difficult to predict Davey I guess But yeah. if, if all of them were called up Three of them I mean Rogic is definitely away Yeah yeah. That's, you know, it's not very often That the Rangers and Celtic agree But I, I would agree to put it back a couple of weeks But it's just if they if they if they can find a place to put it in. Even putting that in a Wednesday night wasn't it that good for anybody, was it? Yeah, and for, yeah, I'm just double checking there for clarity. So Idiguchi last capped in twenty nineteen, uh, only three appearances in twenty nineteen. Most of his caps came twenty seventeen, so you wouldn't think he yeah, would be wouldn't you think so. Um part of it. Um we need to find out maybe a bit more detail, Mark, because we are speculating a bit when you look at Australia or Japan I mean, for instance, um, Japan play China and then they play Saudi Arabia. Um, Australia play Vietnam and then Oman. So I think, you know, is there a split there in terms of is one of those games more important than the other? Would players be released later, brought back earlier? There's a lot of details to try and get through. Yeah, I think international football, uh, I think pretty much in the whole, they they take the players for the full full time they're away. Um, I think it'd be... Very unusual if they had to say to any of these players, look, stay back and and play for your club and just join us for one. I don't think it would work like that. Um, but you're right, Gordon, that the, the Japanese squad hasn't been announced yet. So we don't actually know what that looks like from a Celtic point of view. But if our, if our speculation's right, we'll go, go, go back to it. I think it's right for both clubs. Thank you, David. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. What a week on Beat the Pundit, honestly. The standard this week has been through the roof. Hugh even 7 out of 7 on Monday. Is, Roger yeah. Hanna, 8 out of 8 mm, on wow. Tuesday. Yeah, Wednesday night, a 9-goal thriller. 5-4 victory for Simon Donnelly. Four, what, four, Sid. Yeah. what are you two going to produce tonight, though? That's the question. 0141951102. Lines close at 7 Be quick Your chance to beat the pundit Is next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Are here 01419511025 Busy, busy first hour to the show 
Reacting to the news that Alfredo Morelos joins the long list of players who could seemingly miss uh, the old firm game What do you think about that? Do you just carry on? Have you got any creative solutions for us? Pick up the phone and let us know We heard from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst We gave you the inside track on Matt O'Reilly Who's closing in on a move to Celtic So lots happening and still lots to get through Because tomorrow night Rangers are in action against Stirling Albion We're going to speak to the Stirling Albion manager And find out if he fancies a cup upset or not Hibs Cove Rangers is tonight in the cup There is a lot to get through So let's crack on Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Beat the pundit time Highlight of the week Thursday's Beat the pundit He's been in touch as well Beat Arthur Oh yeah He's, he's, he's been crunching the numbers Wilson some stats for you. Yeah, give us them. You've only lost one in your last eight. Lovely. So you're I'll on have form. That. What about Dion, Arthur? In 26 show appearances, you've played 20 times. 76%. So actually, very you good. play quite often. Very good. Very yeah. often. And I'm very good. Uh, Gordon. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, well, hold on. Stop the laughing, Gordon. <laughs> so Wilson's lost one of his last eight. You've yeah. won two of your last eight. No chance yeah. He's got that wrong <laughs> he never It just shows it your lack of knowledge you, About I, football You've lost it your last two So how can you only lose one? I'll tell you what B. Arthur has produced the stats tonight Because there not there's a common conception on the show That mm. it's always tails, isn't there? People yeah. always say that It's always tails It's always tails Tails 52% of the time No chance yeah. Arthur's crunched the numbers Arthur, get him what, what is his work That he has enough time to do this? <laughs> I have no idea But I like it I'm here for it <laughs> An outrageous job he must have if he's got And the time. he's working with he's... the time difference as well I know But nah. I mean, well, anyway, he's, he's sitting down the road in Clydebank He's kidding on Andy is in Paisley How's it going Andy? Hi, good evening Gordon Not bad oh, yourself Yeah, Andy. good thanks Have you ever played before? I have done I've played on a Thursday as well Oh right, okay oh, Andy. And how, how did it go? Uh, just shy of um, Mark Wilson So it was just one question Oh, oh. Andy It was only one question, just one question. Like, Andy, you should have just said you were beat by we, me We conceded a last minute winner And it was uh, a lucky goal yeah. and, you know, Nil didn't, didn't really Anyway, heads it will be a rematch Tails it will be Gordon DL 52% of the time Every heads Heads, what's a rematch again. Andy? Uh, best of three, right? Let's give Mark Wilson some Clyde two to listen to. Uh, Andy, you certainly know the drill here. 30 seconds. Answer as many right as you can. If you don't know, pass quickly and move on, okay? Okay, okay. 30 seconds on the clock then, and it starts now. Who wears number 11 for Celtic at the moment? Uh, Media. How many spells did Kenny Miller have at Rangers? Two. Josh Windass and Callum Patterson play for which English side? Everton. Name any Scottish Championship side with an animal on their club crest uh, St Johnson Who will Scotland face in their World Cup playoff semi-final in March at Hamden? Pass James Sands has joined Rangers from which MLS club? In New York Who scored more league goals for Celtic as a player, Carlton Cole or Roy Keane? Roy Keane Ah, okay, wrong Okay, 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 <laughs> let's bring back um, Mark Wilson yeah. Can you hear us, Mark? Yeah, see you next time I- I'm... Chosen to do this I'm going to video His facial reactions Across from me When I can't hear the questions But he can Your face I, I, I reckon you'll be under pressure here Really? Yeah Yeah I think no. I think you'd be better Getting that pen out And signing one of your balls There leaving this building tonight <laughs> No thanks You've been serious? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just checking. Right, 30 seconds, Mark. Same set of questions to you. Okay. Your time starts now. <laughs> Who currently wears number 11 for Celtic? Abada. How many spells did Kenny Miller have at Rangers? Three. Josh Windass and Callum Patterson both play for which English side? Wigan. Name any Scottish Championship team with an animal on their club crest. Uh, Inverness. Who will Scotland face in their World Cup playoff semi final in March at Hamden? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, past. No. James Sands has joined Rangers from which MLS club? Miami. <sighs> Who scored more? New league? York. I mean, New York. No, you can't Who scored more, sorry? More league goals for Celtic Carlton, Cole or Roy Keane? Ah, oh, Roy Keane. Roy Keane. No chance. Why that? Okay. What's the verdict, Andy? Uh, that was an absolute howler. <laughs> I knew Kenny Miller played three times for Rangers. I don't know why I said two. Yeah, Andy. <laughs> I'm a bit worried for Andy here. Froze, Froze uh, Andy in the big stage. Andy, seriously, I, mate. Because, Andy, what did you even say for the first one? I, I, just came it. The answer was a badder. I, I don't really know. What did Andy say? A badder. That's what I said. A badder. Dogleash. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> <laughs> that sounds he suspicious. Said it was, if I'm being honest, it was a name or a word that I didn't recognise. So uh, I don't. I don't. I, I don't Andy's really know for Paisley. There's a lot of words um, for Paisley. I think he said Nadir. I give him that. He's thinking of your old pal. It's because you're obsessed seven. with Nadir Chief. Seven, Andy. Uh, Kenny Miller did have three ah, spells, yeah. and you knew that, um, Andy. So Mark Wilson's two 0 up. Sheffield Wednesday Windass and Patterson I thought you'd know that Oh Yeah, yeah. Norway um, Name any championship side With an animal On their cr- club crest You love animals As well I do so I'd What's expect animal in Inverness uh, An what? eagle I don't know And he's into, he's into his birds Of prey I, I, I would have really struggled oh, With that one Yeah an eagle In <laughs> Inverness <laughs> That was a guess You had the squirrel For Kilmarnock oh. uh, The lion at Wraith Rovers Aye ah, Inverness Paul, um, The old eagle Andy sadly said St Johnson are not in the championship, so it's not for a good night. It's not for a good night. Andy, I was only one behind the last time. Andy, you're having a shot one uh, by any chance, right? Um, new, hey, don't you laugh because you said I Miami know, and it I was know. New York. New York. So Andy's pulled one back. Oh, well done, Andy. Who scored more league goals as a Celtic player, Carlton Cole or Roy Keane? You both went Roy Keane um, and got it right. I yeah. launched oh. a, a quick stewards inquiry because remember the I think I was working at the game. Carlton Cole was like a forward role at Inverness. Inverness, aye. Pa- Callum, producer Callum claims that went down as an own goal. Aye, he did, yep. Um, correct. Yep. But anyway, you both went for Roy Keane, you both got it, so. Hold on, we missed out Scotland question there. Oh, sorry, Ukraine, because you both got that wrong. That's pathetic, honestly. How can you not know that? I know. Anyway, Mark Wilson, you won two, three, a four for Mark Wilson, yeah, and yeah. a two. So actually, wasn't that bad in the end, uh, Andy. But you're getting worse. Terrible. You lost by one the last time, and <laughs> now it's two. Aye, I'll be phoning back every Thursday, Mark. No. I need to avenge this. Andy, phone your Tuesday as well. Aye, learn your lesson, Andy. Don't phone again. Oh, please Aye. do, Andy. <laughs> uh, Andy in Paisley, 01419511025. He's not very good, Andy, is he? I thought uh, he was all right. See, when he come on, he actually, I thought, he sounds okay, but he's not very good. Anybody answers the first question, Nadir? Nah. You know Andy's having a... head's just gone at that point, isn't like it? Nadir. Nadir. Same with me If I get one The first one wrong I say it all the time I, I feel under a good pressure show with a bad, I was struggling there at the yeah. beginning. You're yeah, not good at numbers are you? No mm. uh, Do you know what I'm, I think We're going to go with George Bowie here I want to give a quick shout out Because we've received A lovely handwritten letter Which is That's better than the usual You know Twitter Electronic oh, yeah, abuse yeah, yeah, yeah. Abuse that we receive um, And it's from Margaret who's, who's sent a letter in yeah. And Margaret's after a shout out For 
A dedicated listener To Super Scoreboard He loves In particular You two on a Thursday You're his favourite duo yeah. He listens all the time He tries to recreate the show And he loves it He loves Super oh. Scoreboard It keeps him going And it's Kelly and Lundy uh, Who Mark Wilson Went to the primary school That you used to go to Apparently St Francis Of Assisi Yes Bayliston And he sent the letter Best in. school in the land that, Did he Oh brilliant <laughs> I hope he comes out Bright, yeah. Brighter than oh, you well. After that big <laughs> performance But anyway no, he says to me well. says to me Bright, Oh I went to that school Why don't we go up And do a wee coaching session I'll do a visit Aye We visit Well there he you does You've now just promised On air So you're going to have to It does Give us give us your days Live in air <laughs> And we'll go Well you I, can just go Well I'll take my bag up And set up and let the kids come out and well, there we go. Anyway, <laughs> Kaylee and Lundy, I'm sure you're yep. listening as you always are. Have good a good evening. Kayleen. Thank you yep. very much for sharing these Thursday nights and every other night with us. Right, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five or Twitter um, at Clyde SSB. Um, we were just talking Celtic a bit before the break. Well, it's, it's really it's kind of mixed tonight, isn't it? It's mixed together because it's this old firm game and and what what should we do? Should we do anything? But also Celtic signing a new midfielder by the looks of it. Let me check. Have we had confirmation? I don't think so yet But it must be soon It really It must be Matt O'Reilly From MK Dons uh, Paul is a Celtic fan In Newton Merns Happy with that Paul? I know you might not have seen A lot of them But adding more midfield numbers Are you happy with that? Um, yeah I mean I think it's uh, we, We've got quite a big midfield already I think a caller was on last night So it'll be, it'll be tough for places now But I think you do need a depth in the squad When you've got the issues with Covid And I think the way we play now, we, we, we work the boys really hard and you can probably see with some of the hammy injuries and everything else that the guys are pulling up. So yeah, you can you can as long as you can afford it and you get more bodies in there, it gives you the depth of squad that we you know, we need and um I, th- I think that that's you know and it and it keeps everybody on their toes, I guess, if you're playing at yeah. that level and you know there's competition and it's always good. So yeah. I mean I guess te- technically Mark, um you know, Ange Postacoglu was he was he was telling the truth. It was it was as it stood at the time, but he was you know he obviously wanted Riley McGree, acknowledged that when that didn't happen. He then said, you know, as it stands, but we're not in the market for I can't remember the exact words, something yeah. like that. We're not in the market for any more players, you know. Um the twenty you'll read. You kinda got the feeling you kinda got, yeah, like. got the feeling that if he wanted Riley McGree in the first place and that didn't happen, then he's not just gonna say, Oh well then forget it, I won't you know, I won't bother going for another midfielder. So this yeah. this maybe isn't a huge surprise. Well, well he's obviously looked to that area and some of the names that we mentioned earlier on, he, he's looked at the way he wants his team to play. And I think he's had a look at those players and thought, No, they're not gonna be able to do the job. If if my first choice midfielders are out, they're not up to the task. That's what I'm getting from it. So when Matt O'Reilly's come up, you've got to think that Ange Postacoglu has first and foremost identified him So it's, it's his signing It's not one that's been recommended um, Before his time It looks like he's done his homework On this player And realises that he can fit into his system That's an important thing If you've got a belief And Ange Postacoglu said it a couple of weeks ago That the, the biggest thing Was that his staff and his players Believed in him In the way they wanted to play Now that's been shown in the six months He's got to keep adding players That buy into that And have the attributes to do it But and you just you might have it Sorry are we keeping you awake oh, I'm sorry I can only apologise for that That was appalling You nearly swallowed that <laughs> mic And yeah, that mic's yeah. large I was, I was listening to him Going on and on and on what, what have you done all day That would make you tired Apart from watching Don't answer boxing. that question I was at the um, gym You made me lose my train of thought <laughs> Which is not great um, And possibly Mark's talking about you know Adding numbers Back up mm. players You know if, if your first choice Can't you know Keep going or whatever But that's maybe not necessarily the case. Rio Hatati 
If you're basing it on Monday night Every Celtic fan that phoned in last night Is telling us This guy's the man And he's nailed on And, and he, he looks like a starting midfielder From now on Yeah I, I'd be very surprised If he ain't playing in the next game Well I don't think he will play in the next game So I won't be surprised Because it's obviously Aloha I think he'll give a run out to other players um, But he was brilliant on Monday I think everybody would agree with that Hit the ground running um, I look at this young lad coming in 21 Not played a lot of football I think Postacoglu looks like He could be a good addition to the squad And I think he'll be looking to improve him You know, as he goes further in his career And I kept I said it earlier, Gordon The more I'm area, As a coach and a manager Get as many good players in as you can If the club allow you to do it What else is on your mind tonight, Paul? Yeah, sorry, just a, a couple of other points, panel, just for uh, just on the kind of results, obviously, at the start of the week there. It was, yep. it was great to be back and get the first flight football back in, in action again. It was good to see. Um, but, uh, yeah, a couple of things. I mean, obviously, Celtic, you know, I'm, I'm a Celtic man, and I think from our side, it, it was a kind of slow start from uh, Ange, but, you know, he's, he's taken one out of three. Um, so happy with that. He, he's done more than, you know, a lot of managers have done at Celtic in their first six months, and a lot of managers on the other side of the the divide I've done over a number of years, so so really positive stuff there. Um, so and, and I think that the new guys he's bringing in, as we spoke about in the panel, were saying there he's starting to build the own team now, which is nice to see. Um, he didn't come in with the backroom staff, and, he, and he's doing that, and it's, it's really good to see. And I think the football he's playing, you know, it's um, under Lennon and, and a few other managers we've had, maybe not Rogers, but other people. It's been it's been kind of bore factor sometimes. I think with Posta Coglu, it's just so exciting to watch and. Even you see that you know when it when it goes out, the other team are expecting us to do like a, a kind of wait for the ball play down the last five minutes. If we're up, we're, we're, we're just straight at them. It's like a, a, a boxer just on the ropes or something, just pound them. It's, it's great to see that kind of football and that 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 speed and that kind of that impotence to to win. Um, but yeah, on on the results, you know, I think I think we were we were good against Tibbs and I think we blew them away. We didn't need to do too much else and they set a second half, so that was, that was nice to see. Um, and I think we'll be on to. To definitely take another double at least Or, or, or potentially a treble um, the, oh. the way we're playing just now And the way we're looking um, So and, and comparing that to, to what I saw from Rangers you know, Rangers kind of got off to a, a relatively good start this year Probably a bit better than we did But they're seeming to It's kind of like um, apple crumble time uh, in January Because they seem to sort of tail off Apart from last year when, when Celtic completely crumbled um, Rangers seem to do this every year um, As I say, exceptional last year they, they seem to just come out the blocks pretty slow uh, And I'm hoping That we can uh, capitalise on that um, And, you know, I, I think they're, they're certainly looking as if they're maybe Potentially financially bankrupt again um, Because they? this is the sign Well, I, I, there's a clear lack of signings Gordon, you know, there's, there's, no, there's not been any clear Yeah, but they just, sold, they just sold Nathan Patterson for, what, 12 million Potentially rising to 16 that, that's debatable I thought it was actually Everton came out and said It was actually 4 million something no, I'm didn't. not too sure no, well, no, 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 no You're getting mixed up you, You've fallen Unless you're at the wind up You're falling for that Fantasy football price thing That was doing the rounds on Twitter Right so, Well, I, we, well I, I was more looking at the point Of the fact that they've actually not You know, they, they may have sold Patterson But the, the fact that they've not actually Really bought me And they've got Suter But I mean That's not much to shout about yet Because he's not actually playing for them um, But they've not actually you know, there's there's no real signings there from from. The, I think the boy Sands might be the only one that really played. But, but could it could it be though that they're ch- they're champions and top of the league, so they maybe don't need or don't feel that they need to add quite as much? Um, well, I, I don't know. I think you need to keep any team um, fresh and, and and you know and, and keep people and other players on their toes. I, I certainly think there's there's some aging players and, and the depth of squad as you can see from. 
some of the, the injuries they've had and call-outs or whatever else that you know were depleted um, against Aberdeen. Um, it's still top though I think that You know that would If, if this is it all going so wrong it, it, You know if, if if this was your team Paul If everyone if, if if an opposition fan was saying You're depleted And you're this and that And it's falling apart But you're still top of the league I mean you would take it Wouldn't you? Well no I, I, I If you take if, you, if we go into this in detail we, we, We've played all the games The one game we've played that we, It was against Rangers at Ibrox Which we lost very narrowly It could have been either way 1-0 Right So, so there's, there's three out of your four points Right. Um, so I mean I'm, I know it's still four points and it's still there, but if if we go to Celtic Park, which I think we will, and beat Rangers, which I'm very confident we'll do, we're, we're then down to a point. If if things stay the same up to that point, um, so yeah, for me the second half of the season is going to be um, and just by what went okay, we're only one game in, but from what right. I saw on Monday night and Tuesday night, respectively, Celtic and Rangers. I just feel we're in a, a far stronger position, um, and I was listening to some of the callers last night. Uh, you know this thing with Scott Brown. Um, if you're a Rangers fan, if, I, if I'm sitting looking at that, I mean, from my side, being a Celtic, I, I think it's great. Scott Brown's a legend in my eyes. He still is. He's got legend status at Celtic, and, and probably he's getting that at Aberdeen now. Um, but you've got to be able to deal with the guy. You know, he, they just get sucked in every time into his pantomime stuff, and it's actually quite laughable to watch it now and, and quite funny, humanist. Um, but if you're a professional footballer or any professional athlete or in any, any business or situation, surely you've got to rise above that and be able to. Switch it off a wee bit And be able to not be Be kind of Tempted to go down that road Oh um, Paul You've got a crying baby In the background Yeah, yeah I do I'm going to need to let you I know that sound I'm going to need to let you go <laughs> She's been oddly So listening to you Paul <laughs> <laughs> We will leave it there Paul Thank you very much We'll speak to Sterling Albion manager Darren Young next Taking your calls On Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here at 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. We've got Stirling Albion manager Darren Young on the line and I don't want to keep him any longer because we've got a bit sidetracked so I'll quickly read your question yeah. um, and I won't hang around to hear your answers yet. Can you name eight goalies, it's a cracker by the way, eight goalies Goal. who've played in Scotland and have also been a teammate of a member of the FIFA Men's World Eleven. That was named earlier this week I'll get producer Cal To print that team off yeah, for you I won't right make it too that. difficult for you Right But eight goalies Who've played in Scotland And have been a teammate Of a member Of the FIFA Men's World Eleven, Named earlier this week They must have played a match together At senior level Anyway We'll get back to that uh, Darren Young Sterling Albion manager Hanging on for ages Firstly My apologies Secondly How's it going? Yeah all good All good Thanks for having me I'm sure you were just enjoying The, the entertainment on the line If you can call it that um, How are you feeling ahead of Of tomorrow Darren It's, it's the ultimate Cup tie yeah, isn't it You go, go to Ibrox And um, the challenge that comes with that Yeah looking forward to it I mean the boys are The boys are buzzing as well Again they're Looking forward to it Training's been short and sharp And as you can expect Everyone's right at it Trying to Trying to get a place in the team So uh, But no it's been good It's been good um, This week we we had to change the training around for the Tuesday, Thursdays to Monday, Wednesday. Uh, so a few boys having to change shifts and that type of thing. But uh, no, it's, it's been really, really good. And again, it's we're, we're as prepared as we can be going into the game. What's what's the mindset like going into this? Because let, let's be honest, this is it's the champions of of Scotland as it stands, and you're you're going to their home patch. So for any League Two side, that's going to be massive, a huge t- challenge. Apologies for reminding you. You know the team's obviously not on a a great run either just how, how how big an ask is it and, and how do you try and, and view it then and, and not have the guys maybe you know becoming overawed or, or fearful of the occasion 
No, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, we're obviously we're massive underdogs, as to be expected, but uh, again, they're, they're quietly confident. It's, it's one of those ones, that on the day and on the night, it's, it's you can get be hard to beat. Again, we've got a shape, we've, got a, we've done everything, we've kind of prepared just like it as if it's a normal game. So it's, again, this is what we, we do if we can win the ball back quickly. Can we go and get at them? Can we cause problems? At the same time, your chances may be limited, but you've got to be kind of ruthless when you get them. But um, first and foremost, it's be hard to beat. Uh, be hard to beat, make them kind of work for it. Um, don't give away any kind of easy goals. But no, they've, they've enjoyed it. And again, it's you get the league game out of the way last weekend and you concentrate on this. And I think a few of them have been doing the kind the press and the papers and social media etc so they've enjoyed that but it's, it's a great occasion um, it's not very often that they'll if they will ever again get an opportunity to go and play at Ibrooks, um and again 30, 40,000 whatever it may be it's, it's great for the fans great for the club financially and, and great for myself as a coach to, to go up against Rangers Do you try and second guess it and you know Look at what Rangers might do in terms of rotating their squad you know do you have any expectations on that side of it? No, at the end of the day, if they rotate it, they'll still be having 11 internationals on the park. So it's, it's more, again, it's more kind of what we do, to be honest. If we can kind of be hard to beat and hard to break down, then it gives you a wee chance. Then you get a wee bit of luck on, on the night. Um, again, it's, it could be a wee sending off, it could be a penalty, I don't know. It's just one of those things. We'll go in there confident, we'll go in there with a game plan. And again, you, you try and implement that uh, as best you can. Did you ever play against Giovanni van Bronckhurst when he was here? Yeah, I played against him a wee while ago now, uh, probably 20 odd years ago. But Sorry to remind uh, you. <laughs> to, to be fair, it's probably been mixed in with a dugout, it's probably as close as I got <laughs> when I played against him in the park. So. But no, no it was, it's one of those ones, and they were, the Rangers were kind of flying back then, so it wasn't the easiest of games against them. I know, like, this is football, everybody wants to go and, and compete, in, and that's, that's what it's all about. Is it also, can you try and enjoy. The occasion, I mean, is it nice, for instance, to have fans in? Because we maybe weren't looking at that where we were a couple of weeks ago. I'd imagine the players, and I, I know a couple of them uh, closely, are, you know, are going to have maybe family members and friends and all that managing to come along. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think up to a week ago, the chairman was sweating a wee bit <laughs> regarding the, is it going to be 500 or is it going to be 40,000? So, yeah, financially for the club it's brilliant it's massive it kind of keeps them ticking over for a few years but at the same time for, for ourselves friends, family um, the fans getting in as well it's it's great and then to be able to play in that atmosphere and experience that for them first hand will be, will be great on the pitch Do you feel the need to pass on that Darren to two players who've never been on that stage before and you know, and kind of mention what it is like in that environment or do you just let it sort of take care of itself? I, mean, I think the adrenaline will, okay, will get them through it to be honest it's once they're kind of out there in the warm up and then obviously when you come out the tunnel as well that they cheer and the roar and stuff well, again, I think it will just kind of be fine um, quite a few of the boys as far as I'm concerned again it's a chance for them to go and showcase their talents there's a couple that could possibly go back up to full time football um, and again it's an opportunity for them to go and show how good they are up against kind of international class players Brilliant well I hope it's an interesting occasion one way or the other we'll be watching all the best no problem Cheers, Good man. That was Darren Young Sterling Albion manager Heading to Ibrox tomorrow What a challenge Good that's going to be uh, I mean you could always pass on How did it go Because you, when you were Struggling a bit in League 2 With Brecon You played St Johnston in the Cup I think yeah, How did yeah, that yeah. one go uh, Well we set them up for the double That year so um, Gave them plenty of shooting practice How many was it <laughs> I can't remember Seven, Seven. <laughs> I, I brought your hand I was there. Thanks for reminding us yeah, I could remember I was being uh-huh. Roger Hannah That was the most he's ever spoken on this show on a Saturday Roger Hanna Half time Full time report That was devastating Going up after the game And 
Mm. All <laughs> the questions What went wrong <laughs> Everything We turn up <laughs> Tomorrow We got in the bus That's what I said At the start That's This is your classic Scottish Cup challenge Isn't it It's why we, we love the competition Sterling Albion Not only are they Are they League 2 And, and therefore would be a, Up against it anyway Having a bit of a torrid time You know Darren mm, But Darren's yeah. saying You know Well players are just Going to try and go and enjoy it And, and set themselves out and, and try and You know Not, not do anything silly um, But like I said A really tough run in League 2 Will Rangers rotate Drastically, will yeah. it make any difference? No, it won't make any difference. They will rotate. Um, <clears throat> what it does, Gordon, is it gives gives the players that are being fringe players looking to impress the manager. He's just in the door, so they want to make a a statement to the manager, which doesn't go well for Sterling Albion. I've been in these shoes. I've went with a a lower division team, Tybrox, and. You you see Gascoigne's and people like that Running out the tunnel And you're thinking This is going to be a long, long night um, <clears throat> So it is a very difficult one And as much as people say Well, they're, they're underdogs They're going to get beat Just go and enjoy it As a footballer, you don't enjoy it Honestly, I, I don't care what you say I think you enjoy going out At the beginning Having a look at eyebrows The warm-up Going out And the, the crowd And the, the roar And then If you're chasing the ball And getting thumped It's, it's not an enjoyable Well, let's night. hope no Sterling Albion players are listening tonight yeah, with that inspirational team, team talk yeah. you won't enjoy it fired right <laughs> you, like, you like it at the start but uh-huh. apart from that it's rubbish make sure, so, you, make sure you get a selfie before the game uh, kicks yeah. off and <laughs> just to let you know boys when the whistle goes all goes downhill from there and I'll tell you what all you'll hear is the Till and Radio Clyde tomorrow night cha-ching cha-ching oh, of course. cha-ching cha-ching yeah, golden goal. there's 250 there's 250 um, right <laughs> just quickly before we speak to Scott on the line tonight's teaser I think this is a cracker I don't know I'm struggling to understand it no it's not what's hard about this So the Crazy Pony says Name eight goalies Who've played in Scotland And they've also been A teammate Of yeah. any member Of the men's world of living right, That was named this one. week So I'll read that team to you Donnarumma <clears throat> In goals yeah. He had a good Euros Didn't he Well done to him uh, Alaba Diaz Bonucci And Jorginho Kante De Bruyne Ronaldo Haaland Lewandowski And Messi So you need to find Eight goalies That's played with One of them Joe At club Hart. level Will have played with uh, The Man City boys De Bruyne Yes, De Bruyne. Well done. Right. Go on, Matt. You've got one. <laughs> You've not got one? Stefan Kloss. No. Who do you think he played with? Lewandowski. Dortmund. No. But, come oh, on. Wasn't the right? No, no, we can get there. You, you can do that one. German goalkeeper. No, Lewandowski's not German, is he? Polish goalkeeper. Arthur Boric. Arthur there we go. Boric. Well yeah, done, man. Yes, yes. Uh, look at Zaluska. Yes, yes, there we go. See, it's not that difficult once you get going. Yeah. Uh, all the old Celtic goalkeepers are coming up there. There we right. go. So yeah. all of a sudden, one. you've got three out of eight. So we'll, we'll get back to that in a second. We're going to look at Cove Rangers' uh, trip to Hibs very soon as well. Um, in fact, you know what? We'll do that just now because kickoff's coming up. Scott and Shollins, give me another. Minute and a bit And we'll speak to you very, very soon uh, Let's hear from Dave Galloway Who's looking ahead to that one At Easter Road tonight Thanks Gordon, good evening While well, we all love the romance Of the Scottish Cup And the chance of Some giant killing now Don't we? Hibs, the 2016 winners Will be determined Not to be on The receiving end Of a massive upset As they target A hand in return There's no boil for them Indications are That he is Saudi bound After a third bid came in from Al Fazili but uh, Cove Rangers the ambitious League One leaders come here with nothing at all to lose and they want to do themselves proud and enjoy what is a huge occasion for them new signing former Dundee United and Aberdeen defender Mark Reynolds is on the bench 
Cove chairman Keith Moorhouse and another Aberdeen businessman incidentally have uh, paid for all supporters coaches to Easter Road and they'll have a good backing cheering them on here this evening to the teams then and five changes for Hibs Stevenson, Halberg, Henderson, Muller and Doidge are in out go Bushiri, Doyle Hayes, Wright, Boyle and Nisbet so they start with Macy and goals the outfield players Hanlon, Stevenson, Halberg, Cadden, Campbell, Newell, Henderson, Doig, Muller and Doidge. The subs Dabrowski, Wright, Gogic, Nisbet, Murphy, Doyle Hayes, Allen, Scott and McKenzie. Looking at the Hibs team, uh, they have made uh, four changes. The men coming in, Gourley, Scully, Masson and McIntosh out. Go McKenzie, Logan, Vigers and McAllister. So it's Gourley and goals. The outfield players, Neil, Milne, Scully, Ross, Strachan, Ewell, Meganson, Masson, McIntosh and Fivey. The substitutes for Cove Rangers, McKenzie, McAllister, Anderson, Adeyamo, Leach and Reynolds. And your match referee here at Easter Road is Ewan Anderson. No Martin Boyle for Hibs tonight. Is he off to Saudi Arabia? Well, it certainly is pointing in that direction, but we'll, we'll watch this space. Scott is a Rangers fan uh, from Shawlands. How are you feeling tonight, Scott? What's on your mind? Uh, I was just wanting to make a point on the the whole Rangers Celtic, whether it should be postponed mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Um, I just think it's a bit a bit mad. Um, and I also think if, if clubs like Celtic and Rangers are going to shop in those markets, you know, Asia, South America or whatever else, they really have to expect these things are going to happen. They're going to happen year on year. Players are going to go away. Just get on with it. They've got big enough squads. I'm, I mean, I'm quite confident if Morelos goes away with Colombia, well, he is going away with Colombia, mm-hmm. that we can go to Celtic Park and do the business. Um, I just think it's... We can't just go down this route of postponing games. You know, get on with it. We've got, we've got players there that can go and do the business. It's, you know what? It's hard to argue with that. I mean, it's, it's very sensible. It's here, here. This is where I'm. This Gordon, right? If if Rangers or Celtic had three or four players missing, but the other team didn't, I would be looking for a postponement because I think it's too important a game. But both of them have got major players missing. I think they just go and go on with it and the best team wins. Do you right, understand okay. that? Um, yeah, yeah. To, to a that point. One? But are you are you happy with no not your head if you're happy. It's the fact though, hold on, if you if you're okay with a postponement for one of the teams, does it not make it worse if both teams are missing? No, you're saying you've got this idea that it, I think that it, it sort levels of levels it itself out. Yeah, but, I do. I, I really do. I, I think But that does it then then you get into the realms of all oh, right, actually Rangers can play without Morelos because Sakala could go in there. But if Maeda and Kyogo aren't there, you know, who the Celtic and you end up is that really the point? So 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 basically you're something down saying you're not happy with the suggestion I've just come up with but I'd just like to I question thought, it. Yeah, but I thought it was if you look at it, I don't think you can be a Celtic fan that maybe has three or four away and Rangers have got none and then, you know, make excuses. You're a Rangers fan that's got three or four away in Celtic with none and make excuses. I think you can have an argument for both to say, yeah, we're missing important players. But that's what we've got the big squads for. We know what's going to happen when we sign these players. Mm. It's going to happen. There's no doubt in that. So I think, do you know what? I would I would be astonished if either manager went, now nah, I'd really want this game off. I think the two of them will get great characters, different characters, but I think they're winners and I think they'd go and play the game. Suppose, Scott, what we've been hearing from 
people on the phones who disagree with you is that there's a rule there. It's, it's in black and white. If you want to request a postponement, if you've got three or more away on international duty, you can do it. Yeah. I mean, it comes back to that that point that Neil Doncaster said a wee while back there. There's just no more wiggle room in the calendar. Just get the games played, get the season um, keep it going Like I said Rangers and Celtic Have got two big squads I can't imagine Any of the other SPFL top tier clubs Or have much sympathy For either side mm, You know true. Rangers losing Morelos You know We've got Sakala, We've got Itton Potentially Roof there I know Celtic Have maybe losing Rogic And that But you're just Having a conversation Earlier there About having nine midfielders Potentially yeah. So <laughs> I think I think both sides could go commercially. You want to see the best players going up like against it on the telly, but ultimately, I, I think it would still be an entertaining game. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to fast forward a bit, Mark, just to, to kind of find out exactly who you know who gets called up. I mean, for instance, we've got all four of Celtic's Japanese players called up. But I said there, Idiguchi's not been playing for Japan in almost three years. Hitati has zero senior caps, I think, yeah. but he did play at the Olympics. Clearly decent um, mm-hmm. As far as Celtic fans Figured the other night Would this be a, a call up for him I, We don't quite yet No um, Yeah And maybe Do you know what Maybe it's easy for For me Because I I'm just very selfishly Had been looking forward to it As a spectacle and, and what it would mean for the show And we would like to have All the best players available But maybe that's not the point Obviously That's that's my own selfishness And Scott says You sign these players From elsewhere You know that that's the case and uh, they've got big squads So carry on Yeah and I think Scott's right We're saying uh, I don't think any team uh, Or the other teams in the league Will have an ounce of sympathy Because the difference between Celtic and Rangers are They've got the financial spending power To attract the top players And that quite often comes With international caps And from far flung places You take them out It's a bit of a leveller um, So the other games They would see it's a better chance of course And those players that were um, you know, we're chatting about potentially being called up. It's all about the impact they have in the team. You know, they're big players for each side. Um, I agree with Daz. I don't think the managers will call for it, but I think there'll be discussions around the club upstairs, and and maybe you know bringing this conversation up to the managers, um, saying, look, do you not think it'd be a good idea to have your full strength squad? Don't you think? I don't think you'll hear Postecoglou or Van Bronckers come out and complain or moan about it. I think mm. you heard Gio Van Bronckers saying, "Look, that's that's the nature of it." Ange Postecoglou says you won't hear us moan a few weeks ago. Um, I've got a funny feeling that it will just go ahead, but I don't think it would be a bad thing if Turum submitted their claim. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Thank you, Scott. You put a good case forward, Scott in Shawlands. Hopefully, uh, we'll speak to you soon. Cheers, Cheers. Man, That was Scott on the line. Uh, the question tonight's a cracker. Can you name eight goalies who've played in Scotland and have also been a teammate of any member of the FIFA Men's World Eleven that was named this week? Now, you might be thinking, how on earth am I supposed to put those together? Well, I'll read you the team. I don't mind doing that. So it's Donnarumma, Alaba, Diaz, Bonucci, Jorginho, Kante, De Bruyne, Ronaldo, Haaland, Lewandowski and Messi. So, for instance, Artur Boric played with Lewandowski at Poland So did Lucas Zaluska Joe Hart played with De Bruyne At Man City Any more? Yeah We've got Schmeichel Equals Father equals Peter <laughs> He played with Kante At Leicester City And also Right hold played, on So Casper Schmeichel yes Yes And also played with Falkirk in Scotland 
Yeah, wow, yeah you're right. Thanks for showing the working there. Yeah, acknowledged. Um, I'm going to go for Roy Carroll. Who would he have played with? Manu. Ronaldo. Yes, well done. Three to get. We'll get them next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard answering this brilliant question sent in by the Crazy Pony if you want to send a question in the address you need is full time at Clyde1.com now can you name eight goalies who've played in Scotland and have also been a teammate of any member of the FIFA Men's World Eleven named earlier this week can I just say I'm cutting this down to seven. Why? He actually sent me nine because we won't get eight. Well, Diaz played with Joel Pereira at under twenty-one level, so I'm not having that. No, right? no, I'm no. not having that. I'm afraid. I took out another one along those lines. I think it has to be first team just to make it a bit easier because you two are not the sharpest, uh, and it's quite a tough question. So you've only got two to get. You've got Zaluska and Boric who both played with Lewandowski at Poland. Mm. You got Roy Carroll who played with Ronaldo, Schmeichel who played with Kante. Hart, who played with De Bruyne, and two to get. Krull. Tim Krull? Yeah. No. Who, who, who do you think he played with? I have no idea, but I know he played with Newcastle and we could have played mm. other teams. And Who did he play with up here? He played with Falkirk. Mm. Doesn't strike me as being great logic. Um, <laughs> as I said, Tim Krull, <laughs> you. Two to get. <laughs> um, give, us, give us a couple Benucci, of Benucci. Must be Benucci. No. 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 It can't be Benucci. Right, Alaba. Yes. Yeah. So he's obviously I'm I'm narrowing down. He's he's played with the Spanish team, so he's a Spanish international. He's a goalkeeper. What? No, 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 no. What? No, I'm just. What are you on about? I don't know. I've no idea. I'm trying. I'm trying to get clues out. He's there. a he's a fellow Austrian international. That should give Steve it away. Madon- I I said to you, Stephen O'Donnell had him in his back pocket. Hey, that's do? Alaba though. You think Alba's? You're thinking of oh, right. You're thinking Jordi Alba, as in oh, Spanish. Oh my goodness! <laughs> what chance have you got, David Alaba? All oh, right, all right, okay. No, but to no, be fair, he no. does play for Real Madrid, so yeah, he could no, have been Austrian. right there. Sorry, no. sorry, right. Austrian. No, Who's the Austrian stops. goalie that we just played against? Um, oh, the big goalkeeper. Uh, the one with the gloves. Aye, played in Scotland. <laughs> yep. He's at it. Oh come on, Mark! You're usually good at this. Uh, Kelly, Kelly, um, have you got it? Have, have you got it seriously? Because I'm struggling here and I'm, I'm looking for a bit. See when I'm shaking my head, that means no. Is it okay? Ham's <laughs> uh, goalkeeper, um, Kilmarnock. He's uh, Kilmarnock. He's got a quite a long name. <laughs> what? Yeah. Gives the initials. No, get it. Probably average length name. No, it's not. It's quite long. D B. Uh, Batman. Batman. Daniel. Daniel Batman. Did you say Batman? <laughs> 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 it's only right, there's oh, only one to get, so we'll get it before the end um, <laughs> of the show. I like this from there. We are Milo Lorimer got that one right. Oh, did he? Um, Kenny Haddon. Kenny Haddon's not happy with you, Mark. He said Stefan Kloss because he played with Robert Lewandowski. I when Rab was ten. <laughs> he says Rab is good. I played against. No, I didn't. I did. He. I was a manager against. Kloss. And can we also say happy birthday to Carson Miller, sixty years of age, listening uh, every night. So maybe tomorrow. I don't know because he's from Australia. Loves the show. Never misses it. His son's been in touch. 
And a 60 year old Same age as you No I'm not 60 What a month Two months If I do the night I'll be on me 59 No 60 Okay well anyway Carson Miller Happy birthday to you 60 Happy birthday Carson Happy birthday yes 60 From Australia to Ardrossan Let's bring in Michael And see what's on his mind Hi Michael Hi, how are you doing, Pano? How are you doing, Gordon? Good. How are you doing? Hi, Michael. To you well. How are you doing? I'm not bad. Just sitting watching the football. I've got a few points to make. I was I was on the show last year. I don't know when last year, when the January review was made. And what it was, obviously, I was saying I was waiting for the review to get happened. Well, since that's happened, I'm very happy with Celtic's performances at the moment. It was up in Thursday night. Eh, Thursday night, Thursday night, sorry. Monday night, sorry. Eh, with my mum and both, both bus, the bus I got in the, I'd like to make a shout out to the Dawson Gary one as well and a few shout outs if I could please as well Yeah absolutely I think we can consider it done mm-hmm. um, The January review I forgot all about that I forgot that was a thing Remember that? No No What? What was remember, that? I remember Celtic had been to Dubai and, and then yeah. things weren't going oh, well and results of then they were, we were promised that, this January review you know what? Just so much has happened Scottish in football, between, and there was so day. yeah, there was so many twists and turns, particularly with Celtic, that you tend to forget what was said in the past. But uh, Michael's right. If, if this is a kind of review, then I'm pretty sure the fans, for those difficult few months, are seeing the light now. Um, and it was the right, right decision all along. You know, I think some Celtic fans were we we bit. Kind of sceptical in the summer when Postacoglu came in, took a wee bit of time to gel with his team in pre season, but everything's looking rosy now. You happy with what you saw from Maeda and Hatati, Michael? Very happy with Hatati for Monday night. It was outstanding, Gordon. That's the best debut I've seen at Celtic Park. It was outstanding. More of the same, please, all the rest of the season. Oh, I thought he was going to say since Mark Wilson. Mm. I was just waiting on it. Since January 2006. There were yeah. never a since coming out there, let me tell you. Uh, yeah, well, Absolutely not. No, chance. Just nailed on. That's a pretty no. good debut. I was outstanding. Who was your debut against? Me? No, not his. I'm not talking about ah, yeah, it. I was decent. Why talk about me? Oh, <laughs> no, oh, Hatati was excellent. I've got just looked, say. you know what? Just looked. Powerful, comfortable in the ball, always looking forward, could play one and two touch. Just everything you want for a, a modern midfielder. But look, let's not forget, it's one game. We've seen him one game, it looks promising. He looks like he's got all the attributes. Just hope he can continue that. Uh, right, thank you, Michael. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, we've got Tierney against Robertson down south as well tonight, by the way. Arsenal, Liverpool, still goalless there. But in the big game, it's Hibs nil, Cove nil. We spoke about the challenge, you know, of, of Sterling Albion going to Ibrooks tomorrow. I mm. don't think you're giving them any chance. Did, did, did I manage to get that from your comments earlier on? Uh, look, uh, uh, there's absolutely no chance. It's just cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. That's what's going to happen tomorrow night. Radio Clyde's going to blow up right, okay. the pound sign. Um, I hope Sterling Albion do well. As I say, it's great driving up there. It's great warming up. The whistle goes, it's a nightmare. Now to apply a fairly simple logic Cove are in a much better place than Sterling Albion And Hibs aren't quite as good as Rangers So is this a, is this more realistic? Can Cove do some yeah. damage tonight? Uh, it'll still be difficult for them But they're certainly in a better place The way Paul Hartley's had them, been, had them playing for a couple of years now um, They've got Premier League experience With the players that they've got in there as well um, They play expansive attacking football at, In fact just a few moments ago They almost took the lead When it was a mistake From the Hibs backline So Again it'll be a containment job Because Hibs are very good But Cove have got that Wee bit m- more You know Going forward In the attacking areas They've got players That can actually hurt Hibs So it'll be an interesting 
90 minutes I'm sure ahead I mean Gordon Hibbs going pretty strong mm. Macy's the number one keeper Hanlon the captain plays Stevenson plays Chris Cadden Josh Campbell Joan Newell mm. Ewan Henderson I think debut Josh Doig A new signing Muller as well Doig so Yes I'm not going to say It couldn't be any stronger Because Martin Boyle's not playing mm. Kevin Nisbet's in the bench um, Maybe a bit of an off night for him At Celtic Park on Monday Is that Sean Maloney spoke before the game and says, you know, it's not it's not done and dusted, but clearly there has been a development. There's been another bid put in, has to do what's best for the team and the player. Is Martin Boyolovsky? Um I, I think Martin Boyle will have his fingers crossed he's offsky Gordon, um <clears throat> because of the amount of money that he's been offered over there. You can't blame the boy. He's not had the greatest of, you know, moves that you know would probably set him up for the rest of his life. The one to Saudi Arabia probably will. Uh it'll be a big miss if he does go I Cove will make it I'm looking at the formation They're just putting guys behind the ball They're well drilled Cove But Easter Road Hibs I think they we under Sean Maloney I think what, I love too much What game are you watching? They're putting men behind the ball Well, they scored And It came from the goalkeeper huh? It was but a bad mistake They just, just, another, they just yeah, had well, another attack well, there well, Hold on a minute Many guys are behind the ball Many guys are behind the ball now But that's football for you <sighs> You, you oh, painted honestly. a picture there Like Cove are defending their 18 yard line I didn't say that. I said they'll get you guys, behind, they'll get the guys behind the ball. That's exactly what they've Every got. team's got guys behind the ball. To be fair, if Paul Hanlon is a Hibs centre back, if he's on the ball, you would expect <laughs> every Cove player. You wouldn't expect any Cove player Otherwise to be in trouble. Paul Hanlon wasn't on the ball when I said it. Had <laughs> a goalkeeper on it. Look he's at the goal. Look at how many players behind the ball now. Cove are actually pressing the goal. They've got one guy out of the park. Eleven behind the ball. Because the goal he's got. Anyway. Oh, right, let's get this last Let's one. finish off this teaser The Crazy Pony sent a brilliant question in Eight goalkeepers who've played in Scotland And have also been a teammate of any member Of the FIFA Men's World Eleven, Named earlier this week Now I'll run you through that It's Donnarumma, Alaba, Diaz, Bonucci, Jorginho Canty, De Bruyne, Ronaldo, Haaland, Lewandowski, Messi You're actually doing really well Because you've got Zaluska and Boric Who both played with Lewandowski Roy Carroll Played with Ronaldo and Rangers Schmeichel, Falkirk, Canty, Leicester You can see the link mm. Joe Hart with De Bruyne And Bachman uh, with Alaba at Austria I cut it down to seven actually It's not eight I cut it down to seven We took out one that was a bit sneaky Is this the hardest one? Um, yes I'd yeah. say so I, I, I'm struggling No chance What team right, did they play for? Or who did they play with? De Bruyne Oh right Chelsea maybe? No right. Belgium Belgium maybe? Yes but can't have been many times, surely. Oh, the big, the big Belgian, Belgian goalkeeper. Yeah, I can see him. Hold on. Who did he play for up in Scotland? Gone. Mm, not sure. I'm willing oh, no. to reveal that's, that just yet. Oh, is that bad? He's going to Google. No, 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 no. I'm googling how many caps he's got. Right. Okay. Eight caps. Eight caps. For Celtic the... goalkeeper. Yes. De Vries. No, he's Dutch. He's Dutch. Not. Yeah, just across the border. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe nipped over for <laughs> a game. Um, Celtic goalkeeper. Similar sort of era, though, and not, not a number one. So uh, you're on the right. Oh, they get Logan. Yes. Who? Bailey. Logan Bailey. Baye, however you pronounce it. What a shout that He also is. played no. with De Bruyne at Gink as well. So there you go. Did it twice. Brilliant. Well done. Uh, just quickly, are Hibs about to score from the free kick? Oh, no, they are not. Cove loads behind the ball uh, there. Yeah, the but wall. It was a wall. The wall uh, included. <laughs> Ewan Henderson over the bar, uh, trying to make an impact early on in his Hibs career. But it's still Hibs nil, Cove nil. Love the Scottish Cup fourth round. What a weekend. It all starts uh, in Glasgow tomorrow. Rangers against Stilling Albion. 
uh, and with so much to look forward to. Make sure you join us tomorrow. Hugh Keevans, Kenny Miller, both be here uh, as we build up to that game and others. Callum Gallagher is up next.